Rob? Benny? Welcome to the R-N-B-E. E. E. Yes. The R-N-B-E. For the record, my backyard is swarming with bees right now. Dude, it is. It's like yellow jackets and wasps. <laughs> Dude, it is, it is a death trap. They are <laughs> everywhere. The fields in your backyard. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, but if you don't know where you are, you are at the R&BE podcast. That is the podcast every week, or vodcast, that mm-hmm. Rob and I do right here at Comic Storian. Today's topic is going to be the saddest moments in Deadpool's life. Can I convince Rob? that Deadpool has enough character development that he needs to actually read and enjoy Deadpool outside of his one-shots that you do enjoy? Nope. <laughs> the answer to that question is no. But if you do enjoy this type of content, don't forget you can support this vodcast by joining us over on our comic, our gaming channel where we mm-hmm. play things like Destiny, Player Unknown, Overwatch, and we discuss some of your favorite topics like 18 people who died playing video games, the eight of the longest boss battles, what's better, Call of Duty versus Battlefield, no. and... should Call of Duty and Battlefield end. Okay, my bad. Although it did kind of turn into a debate. It kind of was in the story. middle of both of those. Yeah, that's true. It was. Okay. And the latest episode, which should be up by the time this is up, who was right in Injustice, mm-hmm. Batman or Superman? Yeah. I'm There's no shirt that. to promote this time because I'm pretty sure by the time this goes up, that shirt will be down. Yeah. But if it's not, I will link it down below. That is the crack cocoon. I am a lifeguard. That's not a shirt we can sell. Now, undoubtedly, you may be asking yourself, Rob, how are you a lifeguard? You're kind of a big guy. Well, my role is they throw me in the pool and then I'm just like a giant flotation device. <laughs> And then people, <laughs> Gary, man, that's what we talk about. And then people <laughs> latch on to me and then I just swim to shore, you know. Rob, I got to say, I mean, you're a bigger I'm guy. A good, I'm, I'm a bigger a good, guy. I'm a good lifeguard, man. But I, I do like the fact that you just kind of own it. Oh, I do, man. Yeah. <laughs> Girls like confidence. Isn't that right? Ladies. You realize our demographic's like 3% ladies. So the yeah. three of them are now responding. And that also came off really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I came off so creepy. All right, so just so you guys know the the so yeah. I had the uh, we'll talk for one minute about this, then we'll move over to the okay. saddest moments in Deadpool's life. Okay. Um, but yeah, we had the backyard done finally because we moved into a house. There was no backyard. We had the backyard done, and apparently the wood that we've used attracts yellow jackets. Yeah, and you were talking about spraying them down with water. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to spray them with That's water. That's not a very good idea. <laughs> so apparently, we're gonna have like nothing but yellow jackets back there until the wood like like I guess all the moisture leaves and the smell goes away. I mean, assuming that it gets dry in the wintertime, that's probably when it would... Yeah, like well, the, they said the about a couple of weeks, you'll have them floating around. It'll be lightened up in a couple of days. But oh, it is a death trap back there. I need, so you saw what I was talking about when you yeah, went out there. because uh, I feel like it's as soon as you go out, like you have that balcony, and then you have like right up there, you have the drainage line that comes down. Yeah. And they're like right up there with that drainage We thought line. they had made a nest up there. Oh, We okay. thought that was what the issue was, but they only come out when the sun comes out. So and I they only they go, and they all the go around to the cedar thing. So maybe they're making a nest up there, but God forbid they have a nest like inside the actual structure. I'll just send uh, <laughs> Mark, our our go to guy who comes to the office and does all the weird <laughs> shit. I'll just here, Mark, uh, put on this hat and go throw stuff at the nest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Mark. Mark's off camera right now. He's way off camera. Oh, is Mark still back there? I think he may have left. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see Mark back there. Okay. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and go to the saddest <laughs> Deadpool moments. I'm gonna make. I am gonna make you enjoy Deadpool. Now, here's the deal, guys. I don't necessarily hate Deadpool, but I can take him in really small doses. I can take him in, in little itty bitty bits, and I mean like a story arc every few months or something like that. And that's really about it. Right. Well, and that's not bad. I mean, that's how yeah. I am with some other superheroes. Like I'm not Captain America, Steve Rogers. I jump in when he's got a really good story, but I don't read every issue. Some of those yeah. regular issues are just weird. Like when he had <laughs> Zola in his stomach. <laughs> 
Oh, do you cast away in Dimension Z? That yeah. was actually kind of cool. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. But anyway, Zeddy's Deadpool. We probably shouldn't talk about Steve Rogers. Yeah, probably not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Unless Captain America becomes Deadpool. So Deadpool is known for being over the top and wacky, right? Yes. Okay. But as you have stated, many individuals get burnt out on his fourth wall breaking. And it doesn't mm-hmm. help that Marvel's like, people enjoy Deadpool. Let's make 90 Deadpool books at a time. Yeah. It doesn't Works help. money and what is it? Deadpool, World's Greatest. And then... Oh, and then like his characters get mini series too. <laughs> like Solo yeah. and Slapstick. Cool and- Killer and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so in order to keep the world from being tired of Deadpool, if you're actually reading it, they do a lot of deep character development. And the best way to develop the character of Deadpool is to plan the fact that his mind is broken. He has none of his own memories and his past is tragic, but he doesn't know it. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're going through today to tell you the history of Deadpool. Now, the origin is up in the air. Uh, so that I'm not going to, I didn't throw any of the origin stuff in here. And by the record, there's a lot more stuff about Deadpool. I just got some of the bigger stuff that I felt was the most moving about the character. I mean, his origin is kind of cool. It ties in the little Weapon X thing. Yeah, so. no, it does. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I, because I, I know somebody's going to the comments and be like, you it's forgot funny. the time that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I just pulled my favorite ones. Okay. Yeah. So, first off, I, we're not even going to go into his origin because his origin kind of moves around a little bit. But, we did find out about his childhood when he was uh, in Wolverine Origins 2. Okay. Remember when they did that? They did Origins 2? Wolverine or No, I remember they did Wolverine Origins. Right. They did Wolverine Origins 2, which is like a 30 to 40 issue run where it went through all of Wolverine's past. Oh, Daniel and, Way's Wolverine. Yeah, and it's kind Wolverine. of established yeah. everything. I think it was Daniel Way. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it was Daniel Way as well. Okay. Um, in that, he meets Deadpool for the first time and they talk. And we discover that as a child, Deadpool was mentally abused. Not physically, like is what you would assume. Huh. But his dad would just call him like a little girl, say that he was crying like a baby and things like that. I remember his dad wasn't part of the picture, which was part of his whole origin story when he got his one shot. Right. Which is part of the problem because his origin changes around. It does. Everything pre-Weapon X is like always altered. That always bounces around. And And that's the most confusing part about Deadpool because you can't, you don't know what to trust with the pre-Weapon X stuff. Yeah. Because it is all different. It depends on what writer. Deadpool himself made a comment on that. He actually said, it's whatever writer you want to believe. Huh. Because he breaks the fourth wall and he's aware yeah. that he has multiple origins pre-Weapon X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, he's it's actually... Like, it's like the Joker. Like, if I'm going to have a history, I'd rather it be multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever yeah. one you prefer. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, his father was mentally abusive, though, in this particular origin. And okay. we find out about this because Wolverine is tied up. Deadpool's about to kill him. And Wolverine's trying to taunt him, basically. And he's like, you're, I know you're not crazy. I know it's all an act. Kind of yeah. like the thing they did with the Joker that one time. Yeah. Like, I know, it's, I know you're not crazy. It's all an act. And so Deadpool tells him a story about how his dad used to call him a name. And he ran off. And uh, when his dad picked him up, he said he's going to cry like a baby. And so Deadpool took a beer bottle and he smashed it on his dad's nose. Wow. And his dad fell out of the car. And he basically, like, all broken. It was like, you know, get, uh, it was, it, get, uh, you know, stop. It was basically stop what you're doing. But it was like, get G-I-T and, like, all kinds yeah. of weird stuff. And Deadpool just laughed about the whole thing. And wow. his dad's like, what's so funny? And he's like, that's funny. You stay, you trying to talk is funny. Wow. And so Deadpool used that as a way to tell Wolverine how crazy he is. And Wolverine told him, no, you're lying. And then played on the fact that Deadpool just wants to be accepted and hides everything behind all of his humor and stuff like that. I mean, that's messed up, but it doesn't really seem tragic. It's not too tragic. Trust yeah. me. I'm just, I just, I was trying to find something pre-Weapon X that kind of showed the character of Deadpool to <laughs> oh, give you a I'm little more context. Oh, I am. Trust me. <laughs> I know you've heard about a few of these stories. Like, you should read this one, mm-hmm. but I know you haven't read these. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so, 
I just wanted to get things warmed up. I wanted to give you an idea of why he's so humorous, why he jokes about it. A lot of times it's to hide the pain. Because if you remember correctly and you don't know that much about Deadpool, he went to Weapon X to cure his cancer. Yes. And then became Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> he's just Deadpool. He got thrown into the nursery. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So that was the first one. Now, this is where things are going to start to get messed up. Okay. Did you know that Deadpool's been raped? We went right down into the dark wow. hole. <laughs> we, we didn't, look at Gary's face, man. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> I wow. told you. I told. We were like, that's not bad. <laughs> Jeez, dude, this got dark. <laughs> wow. And he didn't just get raped. He got raped by Typhoid Mary. <laughs> the chick that causes illnesses in people. Yes. The Deadpool villain. She's not. She's like more of a, dare, no, dare, no, a daredevil villain. Yeah, daredevil. Yeah. Wow. So there's a plot line where we discover that dare, uh, Deadpool is actually what kind of helped create. Oh, no. Daredevil's the one that created Typhoid Mary. Dare, Deadpool gets involved in the whole thing because he feels he can help her because she's crazy and she has a mental broken psyche. Yeah, she's got multiple personalities. Right. During this whole thing in the initial appearance of Typhoid Mary, the Typhoid Mary personality takes prominence. Yeah. The evil one. Well, she uses his image inducer. To look like a girl that he enjoys, like not enjoys, a girl that he's in love with, Terry. And then but as he's like messed up and beat down, he's sitting there and he thinks he sees Terry coming over. She's a Scottish X-Men. I, I don't know if you know, I, like, Terry. I don't know much more about her. Oh, are you, uh, all right. There's only a couple characters and I believe you're talking about, not Songbird, you're talking about the daughter of Banshee. Yeah, because he has a very similar costume. What I cannot remember her name. For I couldn't either, and I was like, "It's just Terry," because that's how it's listed in the thing. Yeah, man, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So Typhoid Mary uses the image inducer to look like Terry, so mm-hmm. that Deadpool is willing to sleep with her. Then takes off the image inducer, informs him that she just slept with him against his will. Deadpool's wow. all messed up at this point. Like he's like, this, this doesn't make sense. What? How, how did you? What? Why would you? What? Why would you do this to me? And she's sitting there and she goes, well, it's something we both wanted and I just took what I wanted. And then she leaves him. That's really and, messed and up. And this is during the period where he's with Blind Al and he literally copes with it. He goes back to the room. He goes into the shower. It's like every like movie scene or what you see. And he like strips down and he just tells Blind Al he needs to take a shower. He just needs a shower. And like he copes with it for a couple of issues, but that's how he gets past the whole thing. Having said that. Typhoid Mary's not that bad looking. But it was against his will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. whole point. I'm not discounting it. like just, how just bad be, it was. You can't go, rape's okay if they look good. <laughs> no, that's, that's not what I said, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just oh saying. I want to clarify that real quick. Rob is not saying that. We are not ad- advocating that. <sighs> so. See, this is the kind of stuff that he does, man. What? I'm, I, I saved it. <laughs> I'm gonna right. throw this bottle at you right now. So now we're gonna go. We're gonna. We went down to the dark, dark hole of Deadpool, right? That, um, I really hope that's as dark as it gets. Oh no! Are you serious? Oh no! Wow. <laughs> this is how they've developed. This is why Deadpool's the way he is. So we're gonna go back up a little bit, though. We're gonna we're gonna bring it up a little bit. Okay, thank you. Do you know his role in Secret Invasion? Uh, he was the one. No, he wasn't the one that saved everything. Uh, he is. Was he the no? He was the one that was he the one that killed the Scroll Queen? Yes. Or was it Norman Osborn? Because I thought Norman Osborn. So the way the plot goes, a secret invasion happened. Yeah. And as we know, Norman Osborn had the answer to the Scroll Queen. Mm-hmm. In the Deadpool book tie-in, Nick Fury basically manipulated Deadpool into getting captured by the Scrolls, going up to the ship, allowing the Scrolls to take his DNA. The Scroll entire army then took the regenerative powers of Deadpool, but they also took his craziness and cancer. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they're shooting each other in the head and they don't know what's going on. Using that as a distraction, Deadpool sneaks in, gets the weakness of the Squirrel Queen, sends it back to Nick Fury, being used as a tool by S.H.I.E.L.D. and Nick Fury. Okay. And it gets intercepted by Norman Osborn, who then uses it to save the day. Okay. Okay, because I never read the Deadpool tie-in. I right. always assumed that just Norman Osborn just showed up on the scene at the right time, killed the Squirrel Queen, and was well, just that's like, where he got the information from. That guy sucks. Right. Okay. But Deadpool's cancer and craziness killed like hundreds of scrolls as they murdered themselves. Wow. Yes. I told you, we bring it up a little bit. This is just one of okay. his being used as a tool. I mean, because people really... like to manipulate him to become a tool. Yeah. And, and that's what they do. You know, they'll get him to kill people. Even, even right now in Secret Empire, Steve Rogers has manipulated Deadpool to. Dude, you told me about that because I haven't even been reading the Deadpool tie-ins for Secret Empire. Are okay, well, I was actually going to bring that up later, but let's okay, go to okay. that right now. Well, okay, okay. Okay, so this is a slight spoiler for Secret Empire Deadpool tie-in. If you're yeah. not, re- You probably are reading it if you're a Deadpool fan. If you're not reading it, you probably never will. If you want to, just jump ahead like five minutes. We'll be on the next topic. Yeah. Okay, so Steve Rogers, obviously, he's Deadpool admires him like crazy. And Deadpool gets ma- uh, manipulated all the time to do crazy things. Yes. Steve Rogers, knowing that Deadpool can be manipulated, manipulates him to go kill Coulson and his uh, basically... His daughter's mother. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. That's right. right. That's right. So yeah. he's deep friends with this girl named Preston. Yes. Okay. Well, I kind of thought they were together because like she's a life model decoy, right? She is now. Yes. Okay. But she has her own husband and kids. Oh, okay. Okay. So what happened is through their entire adventures and we'll go deeper into that. Preston, like she got killed. She put her brain into uh, Deadpool's brain. That's where she survived. They downloaded it into a life model decoy. Um, so she's a robot. Okay. Deadpool gets sent over to go, uh, he gets sent off to go find Coulson and he finds Coulson mm-hmm. and he tells Coulson that they're there to look into some secret stuff and he kills Coulson. So then Preston shows up and Preston's like, hey, we got to find Coulson. Coulson has the answers. He knows how we're going to fix this. And Deadpool being sided with Steve Rogers because as he's put it, Steve is always right. When you side against Steve, you find out you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically it's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's ever been wrong, has no, he? Until never. obviously now. Well, well, Civil War was debatable, but... Right, yeah. but for the most part, he's always the accurate. He's yeah. always right. Anyway, Preston and him drive up there, and Preston knows something's wrong, because for the first time ever, Deadpool doesn't talk. Like, he just he's silent the whole way up there because he knows what's coming. Yeah. So Preston has spent, at this point... You want to go real time based on the comics, like five, six years with him. Yeah. Raised his daughter for him. Helped him get through multiple problems. Helped him defeat because Madcap. she came out of Original Sin, right? Uh, she was in the, the all, the, all different. No, she was there at the beginning. She okay. was his handler early on. Okay, because I know the daughter of Deadpool came out of Original right. Sin. Right, we're going to get to her because that's one of the saddest things ever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. they drive up there. She knows that something is off. So when they get up there, Deadpool plays like he doesn't know what's going on to where yeah. he killed Coulson. And he goes, oh, I'm going to go check inside this building. And Preston pulls up a top secret shield camera that shows him killing Coulson. Wow. And then she goes over to grab Deadpool. Like, bear in mind, this is the, the one woman who like trusts him, mm-hmm. you know, like is really a friend of his. And he has to kill her. Now, she is a life model decoy, so we're assuming she's going to be back. Yeah. Plus, that leads into 2099 where she's kind of around. I'll explain that soon. Yeah. But yeah, he has to murder her dead. Then he then has to explain to his daughter where Preston is. He goes to pick up Ellie from school. And she's like, well, where's mommy? He's like, mommy's not coming back. He's like, I'm See, taking care of you now. You've told me that before, but every time I hear that, I'm just like, God, that's, <laughs> that's hardcore. And so now the last couple of issues, Ellie's been acting out. And, yeah. Deadpool's, <laughs> and Deadpool's just, he's teaching her to be Deadpool now, which is not a good thing. Because wow. now she's with him. Like they beat, She beats up the principal. And he's like, what did I tell you? You check the wallet before we steal it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on to the next one. So there's a character named Butler. 
who was practicing brainwashing techniques against Deadpool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, to test it, if it worked, he was like making him a butler and he was doing all kinds of things to him. To test it, he sent him back to kill his parents. So when they were sleeping, he walked into the home, lit up gasoline everywhere, lit the whole place on fire and walked out. Damn. Now, it's noted that he did that. And the only person who had evidence of it was Sabretooth. And there's a whole plot line where Sabretooth protected him from actually doing it. So I'm not sure if it was Deadpool or if Deadpool's led to believe he did it or if it was Sabretooth. I don't remember. It was a while ago. But hmm. at least Deadpool believes he killed his own parents. I mean, that's not the first time, though. There's a litany of stories where people get false memories. Right. Well, minds. that's part of his whole thing. Yeah. Well, him. Well, really, it's like Wolverine and Sabretooth. But yeah, Deadpool yeah. to a degree. Well, Deadpool because his mind is all fractured like that. <laughs> yeah. So I told you we're going up and down. We're going up and down with this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So now he's he's killed his parents and then he had to fight Sabretooth and he went to go murder Sabretooth for the whole thing. Yeah. And that was actually kind of funny because he found a way to turn off Sabretooth's powers to then kill him. Was it the uh, Carbonadium Sword? Yeah, no. It was during the, the Terrigen Mist, and he had like a concentrated version of it. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. Because there's there's that. There's the Muramasa Blade. There's a handful of things that can shut off healing factors. Right. Hmm. Okay. So, now we're going to go into the story of the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is... this That's is, the uh, Captain America, Deadpool, and Wolverine story. Right. right. And it's okay. considered... This is kind of like the big turning point mm-hmm. where they really tried to go deep and dark with his past. Okay. Like, and to bring something up. And the, and that was when they came into it and the whole thing. And this kind of, post that, you get to see a lot more development for Deadpool. Because you re- they realize the fans want to see Deadpool develop past, ah, yeah. I'm Deadpool! Just being the goofy guy? Yeah. yeah. So, the lead up for this story has been multiple storylines in which we saw Deadpool getting knocked out, people running over, taking his blood or skin samples and running away. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what was going on. And Deadpool didn't know what was going on because his memories kept getting deleted on the whole thing. He eventually finds out that somebody's been experimenting on him. So he goes for help from Wolverine, and he goes to help from Captain America, and they both kind of politely tell him to screw off. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, I would too. Yeah. Makes sense. And he get and because he's inquiring about the whole thing, he gets knocked out and carried away. He shows up in North Korea. This is where we first find out about the character Butler. Okay. Okay. Uh, this character has been experimenting on Wade. And what he's been doing is taking Wade's DNA and other X-Men DNA and merging them into the North Korean army. So we, we've got like Deadpool looking versions of Wolverine, but he's Korean. Yeah. And Deadpool versions of like Colossus, but he's Korean. So all the X-Men are up there. <laughs> and they're all just demented looking versions. But they're all, they, they're not crazy. They're all normal and they chat. That's and, very weird. <laughs> right. And so like Deadpool's like, well, if you were all normal, why are you doing this? Why are you helping this character out? You know? Yeah. And what happens is, is they find out that Butler's holding their families hostage. Typical North Korea style. Oh, okay, yeah. If you don't work for North Korea, yeah. your family will die. If you try to flee, your family will die. Yeah. So Butler shows up and goes, Deadpool, you will do what I say or I will kill your family. And Deadpool laughs and goes, I don't have a family. And Butler, Butler tells him, you think you don't have a family. So we go all the way back to the 90s. There's a character that Deadpool saved and they got locked into a room and she decided that if she was going to die, she wanted to sleep with him. They had no emotional attachment, whatever. I remember that story. So she sleeps with him and then yeah. she disappears from the continuity as far as we know, right? Yeah. That wasn't Domino. No, it wasn't Domino. It was just generic side character. Her name starts with a C. It was like Cam something or other. She's no, not important at all. It was just a hostage that he was rescuing. Huh. Okay. Butler kidnapped her. And of course, Deadpool's like, that's, that's, you're wrong. That's not right. And he goes, and you also have a daughter because you got her pregnant. So she was kidnapped by Butler and the daughter based upon just having one interaction with Deadpool the, uh, the entire life. 
Wow. So Deadpool already starts to go to a dark place because this girl that he didn't really care about is now being killed or threatened if he doesn't do things that Butler wants. Yeah. So he signs up and Butler starts experimenting on him again. Well, that's where, you know, Wolverine and Captain America are there so they kind of help save the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I get that. But that's when he finds out the tragic part about it. Butler already killed his wife or the girl and the daughter. Damn. And they're not just dead. Their bodies were just thrown into a mass grave of bodies. Dude, this really went to a dark place. Butler killed the entire Korean people's families, most of them. And yeah. Deadpool's girl and his daughter. Threw them in the pit. They're all just dead bodies in a pit. Wow. So there's actually a couple of panels of Deadpool finally realizing that he has a daughter. And the daughter's dead. And he runs into this pit and he's on top of the bodies looking for them. And Captain America's like, Wolverine, get him out of there! You know, and it's like one of those like, just yeah. tragic moments. That's where original sin comes in though. Preston finds out the daughter lived. Oh, but she doesn't okay. tell Deadpool. Wow. Because she doesn't want Deadpool grieved and she doesn't want Deadpool to know. Dang. <laughs> dude, that actually sounds pretty awesome. Like I, a pretty even good story. if you don't like Deadpool, do the good, the bad, and the ugly. That sounds like a pretty solid story. It is a really good story. We'll probably end up remaking it on the channel eventually because it's one yeah. of our earlier ones. Actually, side note, that was the story that got copyright, uh, copyrighted by Marvel. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember which one it was. That I was the I one. There was one that got copyright claimed, yeah. <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, and so eventually he, he discovers Ellie. Ellie's now living with Preston. Mm -hmm. And so he wants to have a life with her, but he doesn't want her to know that he's the father. Yeah. So he's just the weird Uncle Deadpool. <laughs> That, dude, that sounds like a really good story. That, it sounds is, like, that sounds like my kind of story. It is a really good story. Yeah. And it's funny because it starts out with normal crazy Deadpool. And you're like, oh, Deadpool's just being Deadpool. And he's just looking mm -hmm. into things. And as more things develop and he finds out more of the story, he just stops joking about it. And he's just like, we need to save this girl and my daughter. We have to save these people. Yeah. Only to find out they're already dead. God. Long dead. They, I, if I remember correctly, Butler gets murdered there. <laughs> I, I would probably hope so. <laughs> no matter what Captain America does, yeah. I'm pretty sure Wolverine and Deadpool are not going to be stopped. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember Wolverine was pretty much like, we will get him for you. I mean, like, if, if it came, like if I were Captain America and it came down to it and it was like, dude, Cap, like this guy killed my wife and kid and like child and a whole bunch of other people. Like if I were Captain America, I'd go have a sandwich. I'd be like, <laughs> do what you do, man. Like I'd leave and just be like, I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. Jimmy Johns is great today mm -hmm. that's exactly what would happen <laughs> so ellie goes on to live with uh preston and everything like that yeah okay and now he, so here's here's the thing with with that goes up with deadpool and this is this is a part of that jerry dugan run okay yeah. which pretty much builds off of this deadpool comes to the realization that he can't have a regular life and be deadpool so he tries to have a life with ellie it doesn't ever really pan out now this leads to a couple of events to happen where he tries to save her um and he ends up using her as a decoy yeah. one time like when Madcap tries to shoot him, he's like, you're going to stand here. And he's got Quicksilver ready to run in and save her. Mm -hmm. And Preston's like, you don't ever use your daughter as a decoy. Yeah. Like he doesn't know how to be a dad. Basically is what that comes down to. Yeah, yeah. But this leads to two other really key events. One, where Madcap infects him with a virus that he brings back, which infects Ellie, Preston, or well, Preston's husband, Preston's son. Preston's a life model decoy. So mm -hmm. that led to their defeat of Madcap finally and getting the, the anti-venom again. Yeah. Um, but the other one that this led to was the death of Deadpool. Now, oh, yeah, with the incursions and everything. Right. Did yeah, you yeah. actually read The Death of Deadpool? Yes, I read The Death of Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. As far one as the, I'm One of the coolest scenes is like when he finally shows up at like that big battle at the end. Yeah. And like slaughters everyone. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things. Yeah, yeah. So basically, for those of you guys who are watching at home, uh, the what are they? what's that group? 
It's Flag oh, Smasher and who? Yeah, it's oh, okay. God, I can't remember. They were this minor group for years and years and yeah. years and years. Because I ran over it on my channel. They were a, a small group for years, like forever. But then they came out and they they were trying. They God, were trying to take out Deadpool. They were trying to take out Deadpool, and I want to say it was a contract job. Okay. They were contracted. To oh yeah, yeah. Because at the end of they're like, "Don't kill me. We're just we're just not going to mess with you anymore." Yeah, it was it was something along those lines. Yeah. God, I can't remember what it was. Or maybe it was because Deadpool embarrassed him. But yeah, like oh, that's they, what it was. He embarrassed yeah, them because he he ended up taking t- took his whole family, threw him in the house, had the had Benjamin Franklin keep an eye on him. <laughs> the the ben- dead, Benjamin the dead Franklin, presidents. the ghost, <laughs> yeah, the ghost, the ghost of the presidents, which he fought earlier <laughs> in the story. <laughs> no, no, no. Benjamin Franklin was the good ghost. The other ones are the evil ghosts. Oh yeah, evil George he, Washington. It, it was it was Deadpool and the ghost of Benjamin Franklin versus the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, uh, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. I think JFK oh, was in there too. Dude, the, the craziest thing, if I remember correctly, the craziest thing was they were like, "The country sucks now. We're going to fix it." <laughs> that was their whole point. Was that was like, the, that was the whole reason they were doing it. Yeah, yeah I was like, wow. Yeah, so, but so the whole point of that story is that he realizes he can't be Deadpool and have a family, so he kills Deadpool. Yeah, he kills everyone who messed with Deadpool, and then lets Deadpool die there, and he leaves the mask, and then the incursions happen, and then one of the greatest lines ever: "Didn't the Avengers stop that? Yeah, <laughs> they still haven't fixed this yet." <laughs> and he dies to a planet crushing mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes into Deadpool's secret secret war. Yeah, which I've never covered, but I've always wanted to. It was weird. It was. It's like retcon secret war. Yeah. Did you guys know that Deadpool was the reason Spider-Man got the symbiote? Apparently. It's so it's hilarious because Spider-Man goes into the room and he was just like, hey, like, you know where I can get a costume? He's like, yeah, I think I saw one over there. And like sends him over to where the Venom symbiote is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so but cool. No, the like, kicker so. is he used the symbiote too. Uh, oh no! It, yeah, that's why he used it, and he's like, "Oh, it's trying to invade my brain. I'm just yeah. gonna put this back." Yeah, then he put it back in the jar. Yeah, <laughs> he told Spider-Man to go wear it. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a cool story. So okay. So that's the death of Deadpool, how he raised his daughter, how she's been messed up with a bunch of stuff, and Secret Empire. Obviously, she's being messed up right now in mm-hmm. general. Um, but this leads to the story of Deadpool 2099. I have never read that. It only came out recently. Okay. So in the newest run for Deadpool, every fifth or sixth issue, they would do an issue of 2099 until they had four issues. Okay. And what the story was is Deadpool and Sheikla had a daughter. Uh, Wong, Warka, Warda, that was her name. Warda. And she was like, like Sheikla. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Warda chained up Deadpool and forced him to watch CNN. Really? Because <laughs> he can't die because he hid the body of Sheikla. I mean, that would make sense, though, being forced to watch CNN endlessly. It, that's what she would do. She would leave him and use the name of Deadpool to go create problems. Yeah. Um, which led to Ellie showing up. Okay. Ellie's alive in 2099. How? Well, as we've discovered, Ellie is a mutant. And her ability is once she dies, she is reborn at the age that she got her mutant abilities. Forever? Forever. That's not a bad power. <laughs> I mean, that's not a terrible mutant power to have. Dude, if I could go back and be like 15 again. Yeah, it's like, like she dies in the story and she comes back at like age 15. She's like, wow. oh man, I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because before that, she's like overweight, gray hairs. like yeah. <laughs> Just like this old woman. Yeah. God, yeah. if only I could be young again. <laughs> Just come back to being young. <laughs> So yeah. the story revolves around the the, the marriage of Deadpool and Sheikla. You know he married the the vampire queen yeah. and all that other stuff, right? Okay, so he has a daughter, Warda, and he has uh, Ellie. Preston, as we discovered, is now just a hollow image, but she's still around. Mm-hmm. So we, I, I'm assuming Secret Empire ends with her coming back, but whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I mean, then again, 2099 is kind of like its own thing anyway. Yeah, it you is. could easily do whatever. Yeah, like they, they, they're still doing that with Amazing Spider- with, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. It's weird. But anyway, so Deadpool is fighting against his two daughters, 
who Ellie just wants to kill Warda. Warda just wants Deadpool to tell her where he buried Sheikla because as we discover, after the last war, Sheikla come, came back, got back with Deadpool, and they had a final war hmm. is what happened. And they, they solved it by Deadpool um, getting rid of her and like sealing her away. Hmm. And it also leads to some other funny moments when they wake up some of the other monsters from the final war. Like one of them shows up and it's like a tiny little thing and everyone's scared of it showing up. And they're all like, oh no, it's like a Cthulhu thing. It's waking up. And it wakes up and it's this tiny little doll. And Deadpool's like, how did we beat that? Why was that a problem? Oh yeah, we used pin particles and it's... <laughs> really? <laughs> it grows wow. to full size. So, so what's the whole tragic part of it? Well, so what ends up happening is um, Deadpool can never get away from Sheikla. He never reveals where he buried her. And the reason is, is because he said, regardless of them fighting, regardless of him trying to kill him in the daughter situation, yeah. she was the one true love of his life. So what he did was he uh, took her, put her in a coffin, pin particled it down, and then he shot her into his own heart where she now sleeps. Wow. And that's why no one could find her. That's pretty ingenious, actually. Yeah. Deadpool's a lot smarter than people give him credit for. So at the very end of the whole thing, like Preston and Ellie are all sitting down with him because Warda, they sealed away. Oh, no, no. They downloaded Preston into Warda's mind so that Warda would have to have a, a moral compass to live her life. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so Ellie and, and Deadpool were sitting down and Ellie's like, where did you put her? And he's like, I put her close to my heart. And then it like panned into his chest and he just sees Sheikla asleep. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, it's huh. tragic, but not at the same time. So we're going up and down here. We're going up and down. See, Deadpool's use of the pin particles is kind of cool. Like in Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, yep. when he used pin particles and they made him grow into bombs and then they just <laughs> killed all the Avengers. <laughs> no, no, he shrunk the bombs, put them in their coffee. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he took the pin particles, shrunk bombs, put it in the Avengers' coffee. So when they were all drinking it, he then set them all off. No, I thought he, I thought he like detonated, like had this, like all these bombs and stuff that were shrunk down and like he just basically allowed them to grow and then they all blew up. No, you're right. He did that and, that, and how he got Luke Cage was he put it in the coffee. Oh, okay. Because Luke okay. Cage survived. Yeah. And he was like, what have you done? And he's like, did you drink the coffee? Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay. So that's Deadpool 2099. And uh, another situation of him being used and then getting what he wants and then losing it. Did you know when he joined the X-Men? Did you know that story? Oh, dude, that was so amazing. <laughs> dude, it was so funny. When he, when he, uh, what is it? He shoots the glass out from Domino and she lands on 200,000 pancakes. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the coolest things. <laughs> so Deadpool goes to the X-Men, goes yeah. to Genosha, and he's like, hey, I want to be an X-Man. And Cyclops is like, nope. <laughs> yeah. He's like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. And Deadpool leaves and he's all bitter and sour and salty about the whole thing. And Wolverine's like, no, we can use Deadpool. You should mm -hmm. bring him back in and we can just bring him on. It'd be better to have him at our side where we can get him under control instead of letting him run free. Yeah. So Domino goes to him and Deadpool <laughs> made three. Uh, I got the number written out. 372,844 pancakes that mm -hmm. morning. Yeah. And then he tricks Domino to stand on the glass plane. So it breaks and she falls on the pancakes. And you're like, how... Like, yeah. how did that even... Oh, dude, it was hilarious because they have this panel where he's just, like, wearing the chef's hat in an apron. Yeah. And he's like, I love the smell of 300,000 pancakes in the morning. <laughs> dude, it's hilarious. And they're all in a pool with butter and syrup. Yeah. I don't get that. It actually looks like... It looked like heaven. <laughs> so what ends up happening, though, is uh, he goes through the whole adventure and they, they say, join the X-Men. Mm -hmm. And his rule is he gets to wear his X-Men suit. Yeah. Which just is like a big X and it's yeah. Deadpool on the he's back. Like, he's like, I want my own suit. Yeah. <laughs> And he joins the X-Men and they're going through one of the political things where they have a guy trying to get rid of them, painting mm -hmm. them to be a bad guy and stuff like that. And Deadpool finally gets his dream. Now, him being on the X-Men has been something he always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. hes I, I don't know why, but he's always wanted to be an X-Man. They finally let him on there and then he goes crazy trying to kill that guy. Dude, it's hilarious because there's like a there's a news scene 
where like they're like this guy survived an assassination from Deadpool, and they're like Cyclops, you have to see this, and like they call Cyclops in, and Cyclops is watching, he's like. Oh my god. Yeah. Because it doesn't say like Deadpool the X-Men. <laughs> it, it was so great, dude. I love that story. So what happens is the X-Men all go out there to stop Deadpool, who's flaunting around as if he's an X-Man. Yeah. They stop him, and Wolverine's like, we got set up. Mm-hmm. Deadpool did it all so that we could bring him down and be the hero. That's exactly it. I like how you're explaining to me a story I already read. I know. That's, that's the coolest. We have viewers. We have viewers. <laughs> The viewers that, need to know. That was the cool thing. Yeah, he literally made it so that they look like good guys. Yeah. Know, which it, it didn't matter anyway because everybody still hated him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a cool idea. It was a cool I idea. I love the idea behind it. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he fell on his sword for the team. Right. He finally get his dream and then he sacrificed the one thing that he wanted to move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're going to go through the tragic marriages of Deadpool. Okay. Okay. So I've got a couple of good ones here. Um, but do you know about his marriage to Sheikla? And yeah, how eventually there's a big war. Yeah. And all that stuff. Okay. There's two other, there are three others that I found that he had marriages of that did not exactly go well. Okay. First up, did you know that he married Miss Marvel once? Carol Danvers? Yeah. <laughs> not Captain. No. She was Miss Marvel. No. There's a story where they both met up in Vegas. They both got drunk. He fell in love with her. They got married. And Captain America saved her and whisked her away. Now, here's, a, here's the only important question that needs to come out of this. At any point, did they consummate the marriage? I don't know. Because if Deadpool got it on <laughs> with Carol Danvers, man, that's kind of an achievement. I mean, it's not really a tragic thing. I just thought that one was kind of funny. It is funny. Okay. So, and then another good funny one is his marriage to Mystique. I didn't know he was married he to was her. married to Mystique. Wow. So Mystique turned into this generic Deadpool fangirl. Mm-hmm. And uh, tricked him into bringing her into like a shield base so that she could kill the shield agent. Kill, yeah. kill the shield agent. Deadpool tracked the whole thing down. He goes over. Uh, he finds her. Gets her to change back. They have guns at each other's faces. And she's like, what are we going to do now? Are we going to spray each other with bullets? And he goes, no. I just want you to sign these divorce papers so I can put them in the collection. <laughs> they never even tell you when? No. It's just they got married at some point. Yeah. <laughs> God in heaven, <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I just want you to sign these divorce papers. <laughs> I got to put them in the collection of divorce papers. Oh, that's one of those things where I feel like you're reading through the comic and you're just like, what? <laughs> what did it's, that all of these, All of these backstories of his marriages, a good chunk of them, if you read issue 25 or 27 of the Deadpool room where he married Sheikla, they put okay. them all in the back. Okay. And what it is is he's, he's having a fight with Wolverine or whatever and Wolverine's like, oh, how's it feel to be married? And he's like, I've been married before. And they go through all these little adventures. Oh, okay, okay. Right. But here's the sad one. We're okay. going to end the story. It's going to end here. This is where they're going to end the podcast. The vodcast. Okay. This is the saddest thing ever. The character from the movie is real. Do you know that? The girlfriend. In the comics. Yes. Yeah. Do you know Do you know her story behind her? Because if uh, you do, I'll let you explain this one. Because I kind of took a lot of point on this one. Did she, she became copycat, didn't she? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's Vanessa Carlisle? Yes. Yes. Okay. Dude, she is so cool. I can't remember the intricacies of it, but I remember that Deadpool left her. She got angry and vengeful. I, don't know, I think she became copycat to try to get back at him. Yeah. Okay. But she's like a better mystique, basically. She is. So, yeah. yeah. And her entire vendetta is to get rid of Deadpool. Yes. Except for when she died. When did she die? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> when did she die? So they finally make amends to an extent. They go on an adventure. They go do a bunch of stuff. She yeah. gets shot. Oh, that's right. The death of copycat. Yep. Oh, man, that's right. Because she had been a, been a major character for a while because there was a story where her and Domino fought each other. Yes. 
Oh man. But it goes way beyond that. Okay. And this is actually explored in that marriage issue. issue. Okay. Well, remind me everything that went on with Kyle. Okay. Well, she gets, she gets shot. Yeah. She's dying. Deadpool gives her his blood so that she can regenerate and be mm-hmm. okay. And she tells him that it doesn't matter. She doesn't feel the same way about him and she wants to move on with her life. And the blood doesn't work and she dies. So we think. Ah. Wow. Deadpool can't cope with the death of his first major girlfriend character. Mm-hmm. He goes home and he makes a sock puppet. <laughs> oh, God. And he marries the sock puppet. Oh, God. And it looks like Vanessa. Okay. Okay. So he takes the hand puppet as a way to cope. He gets married to the hand puppet. He even makes a joke that the hand puppet will do things for him that Cinemax could never do or the exact same thing. Cinema X. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes on adventures with this. Mm-hmm. During this period, he also has a chimichanga truck outside of his apartment. Doesn't even know what a chimichanga is. And the per- he goes over there and the person explains that it's a deep fried burrito. Falls in love with chimichangas. Eats it. Goes on his adventures with his hand puppet. Yeah. Talks to it. They have a great time together as far as he's concerned. Eventually, the hand he get- goes into combat with it. The him and Vanessa. The yeah. co- a copycat. He th- as far as he's concerned, it's copycat. Eventually, it gets blown off and it's dead. And so he has to cope with the actual death of Vanessa again. Wow. Okay. But as he's coping with it, and he's been eating more and more chimichangas to remember Vanessa because that was the first meal that they had together as a marriage. Mm-hmm. We discover that the chimichanga truck is copycat. The she's, whole truck? She is the, the tender for it. The burrito vendor. And she's been keeping an eye on him to make sure he was okay. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. Okay. I thought that was going one of two ways. Either she was the truck or they had like chopped her up and they were feeding oh, her. Oh, God. That would have been the most demented. we got to submit that story tomorrow. <laughs> wow. So she's the the, the So she's still around vendor. is what they've, what they've established. And she's just keeping, wow. As far as he knows, she's dead though. Damn. And then his sock puppet died. So are they ever going to bring her back, I wonder? I don't know. Wow. Because that was in a more recent issue too that we discovered she lived and she was the one that gave him the first chimichanga. And he eats the chimichangas because it was the meal that him and Vanessa had together. Well, they don't ever really bring characters back without ever doing anything with them. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah, it was, it was do, a bunch but... of one-off stories, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it could have very easily been like, no. It was just they might nice just be testing ending. the waters to see how people respond to it. Yeah, yeah. but I, want, I wanted to give you the tragic sock puppet. Yeah. But to let you know that it's okay because Vanessa's okay. Wow. And that's where he discovered he loves chimichangas. It's actually sadder that he ran around with a sock puppet than it is that <laughs> Vanessa died. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> actually like the, the most crushing part of that. I'm going to show you the panels after this too because they're, uh, they're going to be on while we were talking. Yeah, that's that's pretty brutal. That's pretty hardcore. Because <laughs> he couldn't cope with it. He couldn't cope with the death of the copycat. So mm-hmm. I've given you a bunch of my favorite character development, backstory, sad stories about Deadpool. Some okay, some really dark. Yeah. What does it make you think about Deadpool? I mean, I still don't really like him. <laughs> I mean, he's okay. That's it? Yeah, he's- I mean, it's you know, it's decent enough. Does it make you care about him at all? I mean, I've read stories about Iron Man being an alcoholic, almost destroying his entire company. Spider-Man's died. You know, Thor lost his hammer. He's almost died. I, I read the story where Galactus spilled his whole origin, his heart But and did soul. any of them make I a mean, sock puppet and then go on adventures with it and then let it die and cope with it? <laughs> I want to see a story where Captain America's coping with the death of Bucky Barnes. <laughs> And just he makes it a sock puppet. He's got a sock puppet on one hand and the shield, and let's go, Bucky, and like, <laughs> runs into battle. 
we're animating portions of this podcast. I feel like we now have an animated oh, sock puppet version dude. of Bucky Barnes. He's talking. He's talking. Bucky Barnes. What are we gonna do? Well, I don't know, Kev. <laughs> what do you think we should do? <laughs> we're gonna go into battle. <laughs> that would be the saddest and funniest thing at the same oh, exact dude. time. It would. I'd laugh so hard, but I'd feel so bad for him. Yeah, having this psychotic break with the whole thing. All right. So mm. next, we're gonna move on to our B roll. There's actually no purpose of today's B roll. We talk about injustice. We talk about. The microphones. We talk about that clacker that's off screen right now. Oh, yeah, we did. This, Actually, I think it's on screen right now. Yeah. This, this thing here. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. right now, Rob, is aware you have to face forward. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but if you want to check, stick around, we're going to have more discussions. Rob and I just BSing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't, you just like our comic book knowledge bombs uh, and you like the RMBE, yep. please support us by subscribing to the channel, giving this video a like, and sharing it. You can find it on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can chat with me and Rob at Comics Explained and Comic Storian. Yes. Also, go check out our gaming channel if you just want to see us talk about gaming stuff. Eligible Monster. Eligible Monster. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, moving on to the B roll. Hope you enjoyed. You absolutely love that thing. I do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Okay, why? Why do you love that thing so much? I because we're professionals. See, this. This is our B roll. This is how we do things. We always do the B roll first, right, guys? This makes us a professional production. It's ten bucks on Amazon. If you want to be a professional video production studio, you buy one of these. <laughs> Gary, the new camera guy. Yeah. What's your stance on that? Um, Gary says you're wrong. <laughs> 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 What's your stance on that, Gary? <laughs> He's not on a mic. No one can hear him. Well, they can kind of hear him a little bit, maybe. No, they can't. Okay. They really can't. Like, it won't pick him up over okay, there. Okay, fine. So, so, as far as they're concerned, it won't matter what I say. <laughs> as far as they're concerned, I'm right. This is a legit production studio. Gary said he's wrong. No. You have to believe me. <laughs> Would I lie to you? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that I mean, I feel as odd as the feelings it is. We bought all this equipment, right? We bought these insane microphones that were way too expensive, and Rob convinced me to buy them. Oh, they are such uh, good microphones, though. But they, yeah, but my credit le- limit is, like, blown out. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Rob convinced me to get that. And then to get these boom mic stands, to buy a new laptop, to buy the sticker to put on it, to buy mm-hmm. a new mixer, to get some Overwatch headset. He convinced me to do all of this. I did not convince you for the Overwatch headset. <laughs> and But I feel like no matter what we buy, this, as far as the outsider is concerned, means that we are now legit. That has the best payoff of all the things. It does. Because you can look at these, <laughs> like, unless you know audio, you look at this microphone and you're like, okay, they got a microphone, mm-hmm. right? But if you look at, if you know audio, you're cool. You don't know what the laptop is unless you know laptops. You don't know what the mixer is unless you know mixers. But everyone, everyone in the world sees this as a legit production studio. Action. Lights, camera, action. That's it. That's, that's why I like that thing. I want to go on to a movie studio one day to see if they actually say that. Lights. Camera. They let me do it once in one of the productions I did. Really? Yeah. I got to run in with this and I got to be like, action. (laughs) I don't believe you. No, they really did. I don't believe you. It was the one where I got to pretend to be Green Arrow and we had the the arrows with the foam things at the end of it. I told you about that, right? When I went to the Philippines and I got to compete. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. right. And they they gave me like these like these like it was like almost like the, the boxing glove arrows. And I just shot people with them. Which, for the record, first minute, I was the coolest guy in the world. Running around like a superhero, you know, like, the second minute, walking around very slow, winded. (laughs) Man, so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. I don't know how how Oliver Queen does that. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's it's like the one useful thing you can do is... Shoot arrows? Shoot arrows and not get winded while he's doing (laughs) it. Not get winded. Mm -hmm. It's the Hawkeye ability Mm -hmm. to not get winded. Yeah, if you go to the DC Wiki, it's listed under his powers and abilities. <laughs> not, not get winded. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the entire Archer power set. Mm-hmm. So, like, Hawkeye passed it on to Kate Bishop. She's like, I'm yeah. the new Hawkeye. And he's like, well, 
Do you get winded when yeah. you run? Dude, please tell me you're keeping up on Injustice. The comics? Yes. No, I read them in bulk after my videos. So I wait for the next four and I read them in bulk so it's easier to write. To the son of Oliver Queen and Black Canary? Yeah. Now you're spoiling, but that's fine. Oh, man. I want to tell you, but you want me to to spoil it? You can go ahead and spoil it. It's fine. Podcast people might turn away, but this is at the end of the whole video. So the whole thing. Okay. It's really cool. He has the canary cry. Does he? Yes. Sweet. It's the coolest thing. Because I've left off with uh, the Batman, the, the fake Batman. Stating that they're trapped in here with them when they're going to settle this finally, dude. So, so they get to the point where they're going to kill Harley Quinn. They're yeah, going to blow her head up, and like the kid like runs in and just like screams the canary cry. Nice. Yeah, it's the coolest thing. I'm okay. Just like, oh my god. Does Alfred talk yet? No. Oh, not that I, not that I know of. Um, I'm, well, I'm at the point. What point am I at? Uh, no, I'm at that point right there. That's where the most recent one ended, I think. Okay, where he's going to finally yeah, say so they about all of this? Yeah, they haven't jumped back to Damien. That was the worst thing. It's just like, okay, so like we're at this comic now where they're going to tell us everything, and it's like, and we're done. Right. Like, <laughs> well, because that's the whole thing with Alfred right now. Damien mm-hmm. brought him back, and like mm-hmm. the big debate is, would Alfred have wanted this? Would Alfred agree with Damien and Ra's al Ghul, or would Alfred agree with Batman at the moment? That's kind of where we're sitting. Yeah. Damien feels that he he's treating Alfred right. Yeah. Batman felt by leaving him dead, he let him pass on finally. Yeah. So how does Alfred feel? You know, mm. that actually leads to a discussion that I planned out for the gaming channel today. So if you guys are watching this, plug for the gaming channel. Who was right in Injustice Two and One? We're gonna we're gonna debate that oh, unless, we? unless we all agree, and then it's just that's a two minute video. Dude, I'm down for debating that. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. debate who was right. <laughs> yeah, I think because I think Superman was right. No, well, I think Batman was right. All right, <laughs> we got a video. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh man. Okay. okay. Actually, I think Red Hood was right. If you see his ending. Uh, he thinks they're both messed up and just tries to kill them both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that, but okay. Barring Red Hood, <laughs> who I think is actually the evil Batman. Uh, oh, I agree with you on that one, but we, we yeah. have no confirmation yet. We right? have nothing, nothing in the case still, okay. that. Yeah, it's just speculation. Well, the point. fact that he's in the game says that the Red Hood is in the universe. Yeah, but he may show up at some point in time. Right. Okay, anyway, so our topic. Our topic? Right. Our topic. We're going to roll to the end of it? Okay, so this is where we're going to end our B-roll then. Oh, yeah. I, I hope you guys enjoyed the B-roll. If you stuck around, <laughs> we appreciate every every bit of that. Don't yeah. forget to check out the rest of the R&B podcast playlist. Find him at Comics Explained R&B. on Twitter. R&B. R&B. E. No, E. e. Are we not doing the E? And we are, but this is just the out. I haven't opened it. We have this is the opening. Oh, okay. Yeah. R&B. Because you, you made me repeat that so many times, and I feel weird doing it. Right. Did you see what he does in the video? He puts a B in front of it. It flies over. Oh, he does. <laughs> Dylan. That's really cool, man. <laughs> anyway, you can find me at Comic Story and subscribe to this channel to get your every Saturday R-N-B-E uh, podcast. And you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. By the time this episode is up, it should mm-hmm. be up there. Also, just to make sure, over on Eligible Monster, we're still not letting Dylan play Overwatch yet, right? No. Not, just not to yet. make sure, Dylan. As a matter of fact, we're moving on from Overwatch mm-hmm. to Destiny and Player Unknown, and we just never let Dylan play. And Dylan's still not going to be able to play with us. No. Dylan. Not at all. Still not going to be able to play. But if you want to hear us debating about injustice or playing video games or debating everything else in video games, go check us out on Eligible Monster, and we'll see you next week right here at the R&B-E podcast. God, you said that so fast. I can talk quickly. I'm an auctioneer. Ah, that'll be one, one, one. Like, I got two, I got two, 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 two